Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, come right in. Alright, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgating, your Belly Up Sports NASCAR podcast. I'm your host, Rattlesnake, once again coming at you live from the transplant capital of Austin, Texas. And I'm here to talk more NASCAR. Unfortunately, we had a bye week from racing. So, all the NASCAR fans, we can get excited because this weekend we have another race at the beautiful Sonoma Raceway, and it's every NASCAR fan's favorite time of year because we get to remind non-NASCAR fans that we do more than turn left. I know, personally, for one, uh, at my new job, everybody gives me a hard time about being a big NASCAR fan because they say, oh yeah, you just turn right. I drive every day. Am I a NASCAR driver? You know, just stupid shit like that. So, yeah, Sonoma's a great time of year because regardless of how you feel about the race or anything like that, we just get to uh, remind people that we do occasionally do more than just turn left around an oval, even though that has the better uh, racing, right? The better product on the track. Anyway, I'm excited for that race. That'll be a good time. And then... Next week, the uh, the episode will discuss that race, and I'll have somebody on the the podcast for next week. I know I'm also on Monday. I believe it's Monday. Yeah, we're, I'm um, I'm recording a podcast. I'm I'm a guest on um, World Racing Media, and um, they're at WR Media Group on Twitter. I'm going to be a guest on their podcast on Monday. I don't know when they publish that or how they do that, but uh, I'm recording it Monday with them. So that should be a good time. 
And this is going to be a very short episode, obviously, because there hasn't been racing since we spoke last. And uh, I just wanted to get something out there. I, I wanted to record something for all my fans to at least listen because, as I mentioned in the other podcast, I started a new job, been crazy busy with that, been making some really good money, but uh, I, I would much rather be doing this full-time, obviously. So hopefully we can get more listeners on here and Belly Up Sports. We can finally, finally make it big with Belly Up Sports, and I can do that full-time. But speaking of... Uh, not making enough money. I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Tix Blitz. That's T I X B L I T Z dot com. And they have tickets for every sporting event you can possibly imagine, including NASCAR races, which is great. But the, the thing that separates Tix Blitz from the other competitors is that the price you see is the price you pay. There's no service fees at the end, which is really nice. If you listen to this podcast, I've talked about them enough that you know I'm sincere when I tell you you should go check them out because it it really is cheaper than all the other ticket websites that I've found because although it'll look like you're paying maybe $5 more on TickSplits, when you go to StubHub or somebody else, you'll notice after the service fees, you're paying quite a bit more on those other sites. So TickSplits is great for that. Not to mention, on top of you saving money just using their website, if you type in the promo code BELLYUP, that's B-E-L-L-Y-U-P, all caps, no space, you get an additional 5% off. So, if you're going to go to a race, definitely, definitely recommend using TickSplits. Not only will you get a better deal, but you'll also help me out uh, so I can do this full-time, and y'all can get a lot more content, because I know we're growing continuously growing at Belly Up Sports and we want to do some more big things but it's it's hard to do when we all work full-time jobs outside of just creating content but we would love to create more content we have really good ideas constantly about things that we can do but we just need the funding to be able to do it full-time so eventually we'll get there but this episode since we don't have any races to discuss I thought it it would be fun to uh, bring up an old article that I wrote. I wrote this last year in November. Very popular article that I wrote. One of the most popular, I'm sure, of all the NASCAR Belly Up articles. It was titled NASCAR Track Expansion, 10 Cities and Tracks for Future NASCAR Schedule Editions. And, uh, yeah, I know the title is a little derivative uh, or repetitive at least, but I'm an SEO whiz, so i got to hit those keywords which worked because it will always get hits. I mean, you Google NASCAR track expansion, this thing's going to pop up, page one, uh, probably top three articles. But it's a great one. I really put a lot of effort into this article last year. I liked it a lot. And it's always fun to talk track expansion because people are always talking about, oh, you know, what tracks should we move to? Everybody wants to bring back old uh, classic tracks. And people like to talk about, you know, what races we should remove, right? There's a lot of tracks that people don't like that they'd see, like to see a race uh, taken away, like Pocono, Texas, Kentucky, you know, many more. And, you know, all, all have valid points. I would argue against Texas, not because I'm a Texan. Uh, in fact, I'm not a fan of the DFW area, so I don't like having to go there. But just because it's the only track in Texas, which is a huge market, huge state, uh, so you're always going to get a lot of fans there. So I think 
the product on that track, although it's never the best, or even in the you know above average probably, other than maybe this year it was decent. Uh, although it's usually not the best product in the track, NASCAR needs it because it uh, pleases a huge demographic, a lot of their fans that uh, don't get races otherwise. Because I mean, the next—I've said this on the on the podcast before—but the next closest track to me in Austin, Texas, is Kansas City which is, uh, what, a 9- or 10-hour drive. And then after that, it's Talladega, which is like a 12- or 13-hour drive. So, I mean, we really are in this kind of like dead zone of NASCAR, which is odd because I'm fairly certain, you know, Texas is a pretty big market for NASCAR. I know it's not the biggest, but it's a huge state, huge population with a lot of, you know, uh, blue-collar type people that would like NASCAR. Anyway, that's besides the point. What I wanted to get to is track expansions and areas. I, I don't this this list isn't necessarily what classic tracks or tracks that are already around that I want to see back on. There's a few of those, but it's more about if you look at a map of uh, tracks that NASCAR currently uses, a U.S. map, which I have on the article. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have the opportunity to go to BellyUpSports.com and check out this article like i said nascar track expansion then you'll get to see the map that i'm referring to so you can kind of get a visual with what i'm saying but there's these huge dead zones like in the midwest and even a big chunk of the south and like arkansas mississippi louisiana uh, even missouri you know there's these big empty chunks that i feel nascar might be missing out on and i'm sure they know better than me but just looking at a map I'm like, okay, well, you got some fans in these other areas. So what I did is I also looked up where they have fans to make sure, you know, Idaho and Wyoming and Montana, obviously that's going to be a dead zone because there's no population there. Uh, No offense if you're from there. But there's not much population, and, you know, I'm sure they don't have a huge market there. So, you know, even Idaho and uh, some people have brought up Washington or, you know, states like Oregon. I just don't see that as a, you know ideal place for a track but looking up where there are actually nascar fans and where there's large populations that they don't have tracks i have my list of 10 which i'll go through and you know this episode maybe be 20 minutes we'll see we'll see but it's going to be a short one like i said but i hope you enjoy this topic number one was a track that i created in my head and i only did this because i think it's a an area that they're really missing that I think they could draw a lot of crowds it which is uh Columbus Ohio right it's um there Ohio actually has quite a bit of race fans they might not be diehard NASCAR fans but I think that's just because they don't have NASCAR races there as often but if you look at Ohio you know I think uh ARCA might be headquartered out of there you know there are race fans there quite a bit in fact and they have a large population and the reason that I picked Columbus is because it's dead center in the middle of the state, large population, uh, so building a track there I think would be ideal. Um, I don't know what else to say about Columbus, Ohio. I, j- I just think it's it would be a really good spot for a NASCAR track. And if you disagree, I encourage you to hit me up on Twitter, at Chairgating, and just tell me why you disagree Columbus, Ohio, wouldn't be a good fit obviously you know there's a few tracks not too far 
Indy is close, uh, and then Kentucky's not too far, Michigan's not too far, but I still just think Ohio deserves its own track, especially in the middle of the state, and then races that I think you could replace by putting a track there, and and all these I'm just saying like one race a year, uh, you know, at first, this is just a hypothetical, but races I think you could uh, replace with this track would be the uh, Consumers Energy 400 at the Michigan Speedway. Also, I'm not a fan of, as most NASCAR fans are, I'm not a fan of the race at Indy. I understand you can't get rid of that one, but, you know, that that might be another one. And then uh, Kentucky would be another one you could pull one from. Number two is one that not a lot of people talk about for expansion, which I find odd because the track's already there. And they run, uh, they run, I know they run trucks. Do they run, I believe, Xfinity as well? Uh, Iowa Speedway, right outside Des Moines. Iowa has a big fan base for uh, race fans. It's in the, and Des Moines in the middle of the state. I know it's outside Des Moines, but it's close enough. It's in the middle of the state. It's an incredible facility, too. It's a very nice track. And if, uh, Venue size is an issue. I'm sure you could expand it just a little bit, but with how NASCAR attendance has been, you know, having a smaller track might not be a terrible idea. So, yeah, I think Iowa Speedway. I'm not sure why that's not talked about enough. I'm sure there's a reason, that, and I'm just not aware of it. But, you know, having another track there in the Midwest, especially in Iowa, I think it'd be a great idea and a race that uh, this race could. Uh, replace would be, uh, you know, one of the races at Kansas. So let's just say the Hollywood Casino 400. I'll just throw that one out, right? Uh, but one of the races at Kansas, it could easily replace because it would be another Midwest race, and it's not too far from Kansas City. So I think you would still get most of those fans, at least the Midwest, like Kansas fans and Nebraska fans. They would just, I think, they'd be willing to just drive to Iowa for a race instead. And you would get a lot more fans from Iowa and you know that part of the Midwest. Number three, this is one I've been advocating for years, and I don't. I haven't heard any negative feedback about this, but nobody talks about it. And obviously, it's because there's no track there, so they'd have to build one. But I think uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, is the arguably the best spot that NASCAR could build a new track or uh, find a home in. Number one, they're, the only race in Texas is up in Fort Worth, right outside. I think it's Fort Worth technically. It's like on the border of Denton and Fort Worth. Anyway, that's you know northern Texas. So for people in Houston, that's a four-hour drive. And Houston's the largest state in Texas. It's the fourth largest state in the U.S. Um, possibly will become the third if it surpasses Chicago, like some people have said. So it's a huge city. And also, New Orleans, Louisiana, another really big city. Their closest track is two states away, Talladega. There's nothing in Arkansas, and there's absolutely nothing in Mississippi. And like I said, there's nothing in Louisiana. So it's this weird... I I would think there's a lot of NASCAR fans in this area. I mean, that's like the deep south. Uh, So it's kind of surprising that NASCAR goes all the way from Texas straight across to Talladega with nothing in between in those Gulf Coast states. Uh, Real southern, you know, hardworking type states that I I would think would have a 
ton of NASCAR fans. And the reason that I picked Lake Charles over other places in Louisiana, like you would probably think I would pick New Orleans or even Baton Rouge. The reason I picked Lake Charles is because it's uh, maybe a little bit closer to Houston, but about halfway between Houston and New Orleans. So you'll get those two cities coming into it. And also, Lake Charles is a gambling city. Uh, so it, it has a lot of hotels and casinos for the size city it is. So it's built to take on events like this. Not to mention, I, I imagine property value there is extremely cheap to be able to buy a large amount of land. So clearly NASCAR doesn't have a problem with gambling, right? You have Kansas. They have their track in Las Vegas. And maybe there's another track with a casino. But I know for a fact there's Kansas and Las Vegas. So NASCAR doesn't have a problem with gambling at all. So a gambling city like Lake Charles I think would be perfect because it would be like a full vacation. I know living in Houston, uh, people go to Lake Charles all the time on vacation because these casinos are insane. They're full five-star resorts. It's like uh, more of like a – it's like a smaller version of Las Vegas. and. I say that, you know, lightly, obviously. It's, I've never been to Atlantic City. It's probably more like Atlantic City, but it's a really cool little city with these beautiful, huge casinos. Uh, in fact, 4th of July, I'm going to be in Lake Charles uh, on a bachelor party. So people go there a lot. It'd be a great spot to have a NASCAR race, I would think, based on its location and uh, the city built for things like that. So I'm not sure why... More people don't talk about Lake Charles. I get that they would have to build a new track, but if we're talking about uh, building tracks, I would say Lake Charles would be my number one pick. And then number four after Lake Charles, these aren't necessarily in order either. You know, they're somewhat in order, but you get what I'm saying. Number four, um, you would have to build the track again, but Black Hills in South Dakota. So. You know, places like Spearfish or Rapid City or even Sturgis. And uh, the reason that I say this is because, once again, you know, those states with a lower population and just on kind of the verge in the Midwest, like western South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, um, even, you know, uh, I think Denver's only, what, like four hours from rapid city maybe five hours it's not that far but the the main draw for a track in black hills south dakota would be the sturgis biker rally it's the largest bike rally in the world pretty much everybody knows about sturgis even if you're not a biker i'm sure you've seen people wearing shirts that say sturgis it's a big deal it's i mean it's a huge deal and i think put having a race there either Probably like the week after Sturgis or even right before it. Maybe not necessarily during. during maybe you could do it during. I don't know how uh, how attendance would be during it. I, either way, around the bike rally time would be insane. Because I imagine bikers, even if they're not already NASCAR fans, which I'm sure quite a bit are. If you've ever gone to a NASCAR race, you see a lot of characters that look like they're probably bikers. Even if they aren't, I'm sure if they're already there, they would be like, oh, damn, there's a NASCAR race going on. Like, let's go there. It would be a really nice, I think, you're, you're hitting your ideal demographic if you're going after something like that. And I think, you know, it could replace uh, the race at Watkins Glen, go bowling at the Glen. 
And the only reason I say that, not saying that I want to, you know, take away that race because you could just replace that one with another one. The only reason I say that one is because that's at the time of Sturgis. So you would you would need if you're going to have a race in Black Hills in South Dakota, the only reason you do it is to have a race during Sturgis. So you would need it that time. Also, I forgot to mention um, in Lake Charles, the race it would replace obviously is one of the two at Texas Motor Speedway. Because I think most of the fans that go to Texas Motor Speedway would be willing to go to Lake Charles, if not more excited to go to Lake Charles. I personally would be. Uh, anyway, yeah. I think the Black Hills, one, people probably don't mention much or even think about. But having you know having a race around Sturgis would just be insane. And then you could put Watkins Glen uh, during, you know, maybe Kansas, right? You could, you could replace that with another uh, track that has two races that people don't necessarily want. So like I said, I, I'm not trying to get rid of the race at Watkins Glen. You just, if you had a race in South Dakota around Sturgis, it has to be around the time frame of the biker rally. And then after that one, I think I'm on five now, is Road America in Wisconsin. And this one has been talked about. People have brought this one up because of the facility. It's a nice track. And Wisconsin, oddly enough, just doesn't have a race. I, I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because it's so close to Chicago. But, yeah, I think, you know, people have brought this one up. And it's a road course. And a lot of people would like to see uh, things other than just ovals. I personally like ovals. I, I think they produce the best racing. Uh, even if it's just a short track, you know. Uh, but... I think people want to see uh, things mixed up a little bit. So adding a road course, especially with one that's already built with a nice facility and a fan base already there, that's like a no-brainer, I would think. And then you could replace the Michi one of the Michigan races if you uh, wanted to race at Road America. That one's not too crazy, though. I think people have thought about that one. I'm not you know, a pioneer for thinking this one. Another one, though... Uh, after that would be Pikes Peak International Raceway in Colorado. Uh, this one, just for obvious reasons. Well, number one, the track's already there, so that's easy enough. You would just need to make some updates and um, add to the facilities. I believe it's still standing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they still use it. Either way, you'd need to make some a, a few updates and uh, expand it a little bit on the facilities, but Colorado doesn't have a race, and that's a big state in a really big vacant part of the country i mean I, I don't have the numbers in front of me but from denver colorado i would imagine the next closest race would be kansas city maybe which is really far and then after that probably phoenix which is also really far so if you're a race fan in denver i mean i just feel sorry for you because you are way out there i'm a race fan in austin and i feel sorry for myself all the time which I probably shouldn't do. Whatever, I don't care. Anyway, if you're in Colorado and you're a NASCAR fan, yeah, I mean, that sucks. So having a Cup Series race there would be nice. And like I said, they already got the track. Once again, you could just replace one of the Kansas races since that's probably the next closest track. And people just don't seem to like the Kansas races. I personally love going to the Kansas races just because they've got the casino there and the outlet malls and everything. It's a lot of fun. But to each his own. And if they took one of the races away, I wouldn't mind that much. I only got a one a year anyway there, so I would just go to that one 
it's not a big deal. Um, and then what am I at? I don't even know what number I'm at now. But next is another one that I've talked about a lot and nobody else has really brought up is Memphis International Raceway. And the reason that I bring this one up is because similar to Lake Charles, oddly enough, like Memphis is pretty far from any other uh, track. I'm not sure what the next closest track would even be. Um, I'm trying to think. Probably Talladega. Yeah, I would imagine it's Talladega. So Memphis is pretty far, not to mention Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas. Um, technically, Missouri doesn't have a race either, but right, that, kind of they do. So either way, it's a big empty area without a track with or without a Cup Series race. And the track's already there. They run it on trucks, Xfinity, from what I can remember. And, you know, you could argue that, like, I think their capacity is 35,000. And you could argue that you would need to expand that. But, I mean, with the attendance NASCAR has nowadays, that might be the perfect size track. And it could replace one of the Texas races uh, because you would get, you know, somewhat similar of the crowds. Like, you could probably get draw people even from Oklahoma, but at least... Arkansas and Louisiana that usually go to Texas easily would choose to go to Memphis over one of the Texas races. So yeah, it's a big city. They already got the track there. It's a good facility. But the biggest reason that I bring this one up is because if Nashville doesn't work out like it looks like it might not, then screw it. Memphis, I'm sure Memphis would gladly take a take a Cup Series race. They got the track. So, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see a race back at Nashville. But like I said, if it doesn't work, you got to move on. And you want that Tennessee market? I think Memphis is the next uh, best decision that you can make there. Number eight right after that would be Gateway Motorsports Park. Uh, it's right outside St. Louis. And beautiful facilities. If you're on my blog read, um, going along with the podcast, that's great. If not, just look up. Uh, Gateway Motorsports Park in Illinois. It's right outside St. Louis, Missouri. Really beautiful facility. Uh, you know, they have the the oval, and then I think they even have a roval. They have the option for a road course inside it with really nice grandstands, really updated, like, facilities. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, it, it would be a good option if they're looking. And like I said, not a lot of people talk about it for whatever reason and yeah i mean if you wouldn't put a track in memphis you could always use that area they're somewhat close to some of the other tracks but not too close and once again just take away one of the kansas races obviously and then after that going back to wisconsin the milwaukee mile this has been a popular one that people have recommended so you know Maybe uh, it's not like my favorite pick on there, but it's definitely doable, and it would make sense for NASCAR to run Cup races there again. I think it was it's been called America's Legendary Oval, so it seems like the perfect place to run a Cup Series race. Uh, after that, well, and then also just once again, you take away from Kansas. That's that's gonna be my go-to if you haven't noticed. That's kind of the trend with this up uh, this uh, topic is take one of the races away from Kansas, which is funny because, like I said, um, 
I actually like the Kansas track. Uh, yeah, and then number 10 to round things out, just because I couldn't help it, one that everybody's talked about forever and it just doesn't seem to be happening or it's going fairly slowly would be Rockingham. Obviously, everybody wants to see a race back at the Rock. It's legendary and it was a, a group purchased it with plans of like bringing uh, racing back to the legendary track. So, you know, everyone's talking about Nashville, which is great, but it seems like they're jumping the gun on Nashville. And if you listen to my podcast in, enough, then you've heard me and even Eric Eastup mention that. It seems like they're just kind of jumping the gun with Nashville, announcing it way too soon when it was never ready. And what's kind of cool is everybody kind of wants a race back at Rockingham, right? Not kind of. Everybody wants a race back at Rockingham. And NASCAR, and nobody's really talking about it, which actually, to me, is more promising. Because I think the group that owns it is probably just trying to prepare to when they actually see the potential to bring a race there, they'll actually get it. So that would be amazing. And and that's the reason, obviously, I'm not... Uh, talking about Nashville because everybody else is talking about it all the time. But yeah, that would round that rounds up uh, the the top ten list is Rockingham. You could replace um, Pocono. I think everybody would be happy with that decision. Honestly, uh, seems like Pocono's not a very beloved uh, track. But yeah, that's the episode. I warned you it's going to be a short one. There wasn't much to talk about. I really had to go out on a limb here to find something entertaining to talk about, so I hope y'all enjoyed that topic. Uh, I've been just dead from this new job, just dead tired. Every day I come home, I am beat. But next episode should be better because we'll have a race I I can talk about, and I'm fairly certain I'm going to have somebody on the episode. We have a couple drivers in the works. Um, If not, I I don't think it's going to be a Cup Series driver anytime necessarily soon but i'll have i have at least a few arca drivers lined up um we got a pipeline with arca right now so that's great so hopefully i'll have an arca driver back on here soon maybe an xfinity driver i will have uh, a driver back on soon hopefully next week we'll see how it goes and then once again like i said on monday i'm gonna be on the other podcast so definitely give them a listen i'll be shouting all that stuff out on my social media accounts when that happens and yeah that's gonna do it for this episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you keep coming back because it only gets better from here and i'll see y'all next week peace Come on, where are you going? I'm not leaving without my kiss. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I can wait. I can destroy you. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 